Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I just want to let everyone know I'm battling an illness. I'm sick. Uh, so I have invited all hands on deck today. He's hungover. Let's be honest, everybody. <laughs> He's hungover. He smelled like a brewery I'm, when I'm he came having, in here. <laughs> I'm having trouble with my voice, so we have all hands on deck. Uh, today is the show you want to listen to if you want to know uh, good spots in Rittenhouse Square. <clears throat> to start off, I want to let everyone know that our boundaries are the Kevin Wilson boundaries of uh, Rittenhouse Square. I'm going to go from Arch Street to Walnut Street. And from 15th Street to 24th Street. That's not Rittenhouse Square. I know it's not Rittenhouse Square, but that's my Rittenhouse Square for today's show. Um, all hands are on deck because I'm uh, having trouble with my voice. Uh, today, our special guests in studio, uh, Philly Bite Magazine, uh, Bill Zimmerman is with us. You gotta uh, check your name, Bill. That's how drunk he is. Uh, it's Philly Bias with uh, yeah, Bill. Bill Zimmerman. It's actually uh, yikes, everybody. <laughs> I'm reading from my script, and then uh, our resident cheesesteak aficionado, uh, the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure on Facebook, is uh, James Pappas is in studio with us today. We're going to dig down deep into the Rittenhouse Square area. We're going to give you the good and the bad. Special thanks to our buddy, Mark Danino of Chris's Jazz Cafe. If you guys go to wildfireradio.com, download episode 14. Uh, until the end of this month, if you guys go in, enjoy your elegant $8 lunch special that switches up every day, Monday to Friday. And that's a legit lunch, by the way. Let me just jump in and say that's not just, yeah, totally you know, true. the old, like, Philly public school lunch tuna ogie and chips. Exactly. Uh, he's doing some serious lunch over there for 8 bucks. Uh, he's even, you know, he's, he's got a little bit more, you know, if you're a big boy like me, eater, like 11 12 bucks, you still get a really good meal. <laughs> At least, you know, half, you're paying half of what it's worth. And the most important part is... Is uh, thanks to Mark. If you say that you heard him on the Dining on a Dime podcast until the end of the month, you're going to get a free dessert. So yeah, thanks, take, Mike. That's right. we really appreciate that. Yeah, take advantage. Take advantage of the eight dollar lunch deal, which is a huge value. I mean, it switches up every day. Follow Chris Jazz Cafe on Facebook. Uh, you'll see the menu uh, on a daily basis. Uh, but they offer. Upscale type of food. He had a duck confit, that kind of thing. It's not uh, like John said last week. It's not hot dogs and, and potato chips. Can we go every day? <laughs> you can go. Yeah, every day. I know, right? Go every as day. As long as you say you heard him on the Dining on a Dime podcast. And I'll tell you, folks, you should give you probably free dessert. Get on social media and pester him to do the roast pork again. Uh, I've had a lot of feedback from people because everybody knows I'm like a roast pork guy, right? Um, I had a lot of people telling me they did not expect. That quality of a roast pork sandwich uh, from a jazz cafe. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Jim, we go to like a lot of sandwich places, so we're looking for that. Uh, this, this is like a little bit of a nicer place. You know, you'll see people in there in a shirt and tie. I don't necessarily expect to kill a roast pork sandwich in the middle of the day, right? Uh, you know, with a bunch of lawyers and doctors and stuff like that. I assume they're having. You know, the super overhyped, overpriced Rittenhouse lunch. I don't really absolutely no, you're right. Salad with salmon. On top yeah, salad. And I just want to say off the bat, uh, we know it's the holiday season. We know you're busy watching football and you have holiday events. Keep in mind, you can hear our show at any time you want. Just go to wildfireradio.com. Uh, just because we go on the air at 5 o'clock on Sunday means nothing. If you follow me on Facebook, <laughs> it's nothing. Uh, Kevin Wilson on Facebook, I post our show every day of the week from Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Through the following Saturday, all you got to do is just follow me on Facebook, and then you'll get to hear, listen to the show at any time, uh, or go to iTunes. Monday, we're on iTunes. If you leave us a review on iTunes, I will read it on the air no matter what. So if you leave us a review on iTunes on Wednesday, we're automatically going to read your review the following Sunday. We got lucky. We have a review on iTunes that is... Five stars and 
<laughs> Thanks, really, Mom. <laughs> really flattering. Appreciate that. I like uh, she got that laptop early for Christmas. I know. We're right? starting to get some buzz on iTunes, too, because I don't have an iTunes account, uh, but I can. I have the app, and they have a graph <clears> that shows you the popular shows, and our two highest uh, graphed shows were the food truck one that we did, thanks to John Cole producing the show, and uh, last week's show had a very high graph mark. So we're doing well. Sounds like what? Listen to the show and have a free dessert at... Uh, yeah, to go to Chris's so Jazz We're going to get more people doing this now. <laughs> free cheesesteak, free pizza every week. Get a free pretzel and mention... Uh, well, hey, we're dining on a dime, right? So Absolutely. you get something for free. All right, we're going to start off as we do every show with the emails. <clears throat> Pete in Williamstown, New Jersey. Hey, hey Pete. Hey, guys. Uh-oh. Uh, rut row. Oh, hey, guys. Is it poop emojis and middle uh, fingers? Uh. Hey, guys, you need to do a better job with your interviews. Uh, Kevin, no. Kevin seems to be talking over the guest or annoyingly gives his approval out loud to what they <laughs> oh, say. No. I do do that. I do. Uh, some stu- in-studio guests don't even get a full chance to talk. Because if they talk about a subject Kevin knows even 10% about, he jumps in. No, Pete. Uh, hey, Pete. Pete, you sound like you're producing the show here, bud. Uh, hey, Pete, Pete. I Pete's don't my go. Pen name. Hey, Pete. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, Pete, I don't go to the gas station and tell you how to do your job. <laughs> oh, no. Or criticize you on how your mom oh, dresses you funny. No, no, Pete. So please do not criticize me at my There's, job. Pete, keep in mind he's inebriated. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm oh, okay. Sick. Yeah, sure. Pete's going every day for my a mom used our to be, listener, our huge listening. My audience. mom used to be sick like this too, from like Thursday <laughs> afternoon to like Monday morning. And your uncle, and your uncle Jim. Right? I know. Uh, next email, Tim in Ardmore. Hey guys, I listened to the Rittenhouse show and noticed that when you read the email, you said the woman was. Oh, I picked this first of all. Okay. Uh, you said the woman was from West Philly. But yet the email said she lives in South Jersey and wants you guys to do a smackdown in the small towns. I actually noticed this mistake and got the email like two days later. I uh, condensed the emails. These are emails are much more wording, but I condensed it down. So I actually so did Pete have much more to say about your interview? Yeah, he did, actually, actually, did. Actually, actually, did. Pete, like get back that. with us to your interview uh, blog. No, no, that's okay. Send it to me or John. We can read the whole email. <laughs> Lauren Michaels, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Anyway, I, for full disclosure, the emails are much longer. I condense them down and rewrite them so that it fits into the time slot of the show. I really don't want to spend a half hour doing emails. And to kind of answer his question, yeah, in 2019, we'll probably do uh, some small town smackdowns or something yeah, we'll like do that. that. We'll pick a few yeah, towns. Yeah, we have to cover Jersey. Well, we've talked about there are a few places in South Jersey that are really sort of bubbling up in terms of uh, really good food. Uh, right. We've talked about this before. Pittman, out of nowhere, Pittman was like a place where you'd stop and you hoped your car didn't break down. You'd get murdered in the 80s. It was like, <laughs> it, it was. It was like Friday the 13th town. Now I go to Pittman. They have food truck events. Uh, our friend uh, uh, Gabriella Menino, her family owns like three, four businesses on their main street. Pizza's delicious. Bakery is delicious. They have like a more upscale bistro. Uh, the, the clams are delicious. Um, we'll, you know, we'll get into some of those small towns. Yeah, we'll get the, into that. Uh, you know, in stretch our legs a little bit. In yeah, the New no, I agree. I agree that I, that needs to be done, actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, purposes of the emails is to encourage people that you can communicate with us right away. Dining on a dime. <laughs> Pete didn't want to communicate. Hey, yeah. You made fun hey, of his I'll mom think, and yeah. his job. Yeah, exactly. Pete, I'll be emailing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete needs to have his mother dress him less I unfunny. Oh my God, Pete. All right, so I can hear Pete shutting off his laptop right now. Good job. <laughs> but dining on a dime at yahoo.com. If you send us emails to dining on a dime at yahoo.com, the purpose of reading those two, I picked those two so you know. And even if it's positive or negative, we get mostly positive, but I like to read the negative. No, on social media, I usually just get the middle finger emoji, <laughs> the poop emoji. Okay, let's the poop, di- emoji. <laughs> poop emoji. Let's dive in because we got a full crowd here. Uh, we're going to go around the table. I'm going to give my first pick for Rittenhouse Square. Uh, then it'll go to James, John, and then Bill, and then we'll keep rotating. Okay, okay? that works for me. All right, here we go. 
my pick, and I have to do this first because I don't want John stealing my pick. Because <laughs> I know because John, John knows sandwiches. I mean, he's the sandwich guy. I do. I'm going to give you a pick. Uh, it's called the Cherry Street Tavern. And I knew John was going to say that. That's why I said it quick. Uh, Cherry Street Tavern, 22nd and Cherry Street. Old school tavern uh, owned by two brothers. I put them on the radio segment, and it was a huge hit. Uh, these guys go in every morning. They make a fresh roast beef yeah. and a fresh roast pork every, every single morning. And it's so old school, the whole feel. It's a perfect, perfect spot to watch the football game. Uh, they they wear kind of like the smock when you are. I mean, they're just old school. Uh, they were playing for a high school football coach. Their story is amazing. Uh, and the high school football coach uh, hired them to work at the bar. Now they own the bar. Uh, That's very cool. And the people brag about the roast beef, right? I had the roast beef. It blew me away. Fresh horseradish, the whole deal. But I was on the bus one day, and the guy said, I was t- bragging about them. And the guy says, have you ever had the roast pork? And I was no, I've never had the roast pork. Yeah. They make both fresh every day. The roast, I have not had the roast beef at Cherry. I've, I've had the roast pork and, because and, it's roast pork. And I, for, the, for full disclosure, I said that first So John, because yeah. I knew John knew about they the have, I will just add, yes, they, I've not had the roast beef sandwich, but their roast pork is absolutely delicious. Yes. And it's old school. It's, you know, people are trying new stuff with roast pork. Sometimes you can just leave stuff alone. That's and right. It, and it's fine. Okay, so that's Cherry Street Tavern, 22nd. And Cherry Street, James Papp is our res- resident cheesesteak expert. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but that, is that where you did your show prep today? So uh, you came in and warned me. <laughs> I knew you guys were coming. <laughs> For uh, Rittenhouse, I'm going to go uh, with cheesesteak, but uh, the vegan, Whiz Kids. Okay. Um, I guess their history is they've had a couple of shops down in South Philly, and they come up to, um, I guess, 19th Street right off of Walnut. Uh, vegan. What, um, I was hesitant to go in there because I'm a cheesesteak meat kind of person. Really didn't do anything with vegan or, you know, the occasional like salad. Soylent green sandwich? I'm a little bit concerned. I, I, I had the cheese on a fry and it was great. The cheese oh, was yeah. great. Well, the place is great. It's a great feel. They're very upbeat. They love what they do there. It's uh, bright. It's a great crowd. The, like, I guess they get a lot of people like me that don't know the menu because the person at the counter was very helpful with everything they had nice. on the menu. Um, it didn't really taste like a cheesesteak, but it was flavorful. Nice. Um, I guess as close as you can get for a vegan, um, it looked like a cheesesteak, almost tasted like a cheesesteak, but very flavorful, very good. Um, and as you like, as you know, I like to do is I like to give the full note is uh, they have these brownies, okay. pothole, pothole brownies nice. that oh were to, to die for. Um, you can get booze in your drinks, um, but it was. I liked it. Okay. Um, yeah, I got a parking ticket. The only thing I didn't like. All right. so <laughs> my, my my pick my pick is the Cherry Street Tavern. James Pappas is Wizkid. John Cole, go ahead. Well, we talked about kind of stretching the you know the boundaries a little yeah, bit of Rittenhouse. Sure. Um, and I'll go with someplace a little bit different. I mean, you know, with all the respect to Jim here, he's the cheesesteak guy. So, you know, we're going to let him handle the sandwich aspect of it. Um, I'm going to throw out, I think they're at like 20th and South is uh, Lou Bird's. Oh, yeah. And this is a weird thing for me because I'm a meat guy. I mean, I don't think too many people expect to see me with a salad or anything. Their greens, their Southern style greens. Yeah. Absolutely delicious. And I think at happy hour, a bowl of them is like seven bucks. Nice. Um, they've got a nice beer selection. They don't have a massive menu at Lou Bird's. Right. But what they do, and I really love places that do this, they stay in the pocket. They know what they can do. Um, they don't have a massive kitchen. They don't have a massive kitchen staff. But they know everything they're bringing out to the bar, everything they're bringing out to your table uh, is done right. And places like that, you know, they can swing brunch. Uh, they've got some kind of really, they did a thing a while back, this kind of like pretzel roll, John. It was like a pork cutlet. And I, I haven't seen them do that special again or I haven't heard they did it. But I thought it was delicious. It had like a apple onion relish. It was a little bit outside the norm that you would see, but I thought it was great. They were right. kind of messing around with sliders a little bit, seeing what sold and what didn't. My guess is it probably didn't sell that well, which is why I haven't right. seen it again. But the fact that they're willing to do that 
you know, kind of yeah. jump out of their yeah. lane and say, hey, look, let's try this. Um, I have food people that follow me on social media all across the country. Apparently, that's like a Midwestern thing. Pork cutlet uh, is, is, there, is, there, is their deal over there. And that's kind of a common thing over there. Apple slaw, uh, maybe uh, like blue cheese or something on it. And Bluebird also participates in Restaurant Week, right? Yeah, they do. The three courses, 35 bucks. Yeah. That's coming up in uh, February or January. Bill Zimmerman, Philly Bite Magazine. Go ahead. Well, I think I'll stay out of the, outside of the money district like everybody else is doing. Right. And let's go with the Village Whiskey. Okay. Um, there's nothing like a UK-style gastro burger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the best places in Center City. If you can stand the lines and get in there, you can actually get the, the whiskey burger for 26 bucks if you want to open up your wallet. But they also have some cheaper burgers for about $13. I had the foie gras burger. Oh, the foie burger? Yeah. <clears throat> you would. I, yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I tried the foie burger at like a food it. thing they did. Uh, they were at a food and wine thing, and they were over at Burger Brawl. And uh, they've put that foie burger out there. I'm kind of in the minority. I don't know if foie really helps like a it. burger that much. It's um, For people that haven't had foie gras before, imagine like a piece of liverwurst on a cheeseburger. And yeah, you'd be no, thinking, ah, maybe not so much. And the picture of my foie gras burger from there is on uh, Facebook.com. Si- uh, forward slash uh, dining on a dime one uh, forward slash and you can see it. Uh, it's a, it, it's a nice picture, but I didn't like the burger. All right, my next pick, near and dear to my heart, because we like to support small business. If you listen to our show, you will see we are an advocate for small business. So my next pick is going to be Tony's Place. 17 South 20th Street, family-owned for decades. Uh, when you go in there, the owner is going to be the guy making your food, like we talked about last week. Uh, if you go there, I would recommend the breakfast, because they pack your plate. They really do. They have a great breakfast. It's Tony's Place, 17 South 20th Street. Uh, Family-owned and operated for decades. Uh, it's a great spot. Nice prices. The prices are good. And the food is pretty good. And uh, I like the breakfast. So that's my next pick. James Pappas, your pick. My bre- my next pick is kind of a breakfast pick. It's my... No, it, nice. Switch nice. It's, my, it's my take on a, on breakfast and cheesesteaks is uh, Cleaver's on 18th. Yep, John mentioned them last week. And... <clears throat> They open so Sunday morning eleven o'clock. They open o'clock, uh, They open at eleven on Sunday. Sunday Center City. You can park right in front of Cleavers, so you can park right in yeah, front. On Sunday, yeah. There's yeah, no Sunday's line. like the only day. <laughs> and you, you get a nice, nice boozy milkshake with your cheese. Steak. And didn't you say they had a good brunch? Yeah, they do have a. Uh, I, I mentioned it last week. They're. Yeah. I'm impressed by that place. That place kind of sometimes, and Jim, I know you know this. Uh, uh, everybody's ranking everything now. It's the end of the year, right? So everybody's right. giving out their back back padding awards. I won this. You won that. I don't hear Cleavers mentioned that much, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, their brunch is really good. The service is good. I like their location, and we've talked about the cheese. And like before. I said last week, the cheesesteak blew me away. Okay. Then since you guys talked about it last week. I'll go to 17th and South. Okay. For a small town smackdown, you could have a uh, cheesesteak smackdown on 17th and South with uh, Randazzo's on one side. I love Randazzo's. No, Randazzo's. Lazaro's on the I other. I love Randazzo's. Two Randazzo. places. Lazaro's with a huge slices of pizza. Yeah, but I like Randazzo's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't look at his really mesmerized. Oh, yeah. Really they make I think a, they're they, using like Kaja's bakery rolls over there. Really good. Really good. Oh, yeah. Very they good. make a great cheesesteak, and I think it's $11. Yeah, it's And fantastic. it's huge. And then you go across, if you want to have your own little contest, your own SmackDown, you got Randazzo's well, diagonal. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> it's a little place. And they they both have seating. Nice. So you you don't have to take off. You're you know walking around or whatever. Um, so that, yeah, a okay. little smackdown. I'm 17. thinking this March maybe we'll do this instead of Sweet Sixteen, we'll do Steak Sixteen. Oh, absolutely. We'll do a tournament. Nice. Yeah. Put up a board and do a tournament of the sixteen okay. best cheese stick places. John Cole. Uh, you know what? I, I kind of like the way Jim kind of switched gears on us. We tend to talk a lot about uh, sandwiches because, you know, we're, we're kind of right. trying to find food that's on a dime. Right. And let's be honest, there's not going to be too many lobster places where you're dining on a dime. Um, I will switch it up a little bit. Um, 
they're over on I think 19th Street. Uh, Zama Sushi. Yes. Um, it's not just sushi. Yeah. They have something over there, and I think it's like 11 bucks, and they call it ZFZ. It's Zama Fried Chicken. And if you're looking for a little bit of a different taste on fried chicken, it is absolutely delicious. How about that? Oh, I'm being. Uh, oh, I'm thank. Oh, our <laughs> correspondent Bill just handed me a report uh, about Zama. I, I, did I take this from you, dude? I'm sorry. Was this going to be your next one? I was handed to you. <laughs> but thank you, sir. Yeah, they're at 128 South 19th Street, nice. and thankfully somebody does the research because. Christ knows I never <laughs> um, But they really, they, they mix it up a little bit. There's the traditional kind of sushi rolls because there are those people that they only want what they want, what they've been eating right. their whole life. Yeah. And then there are people that will get, you know, like a little bit adventurous or whatever. Um, I think the ZFC is really good, especially, I don't know about you guys, I always wind up with a group where, let's say there's four of us, right? Two, three people, oh yeah, I'm all in on sushi. And then there's that one person, no, nah, that's bait, I'm not eating that. And then you have to either switch it up or maybe try to find a place. Zama's that place where you can go and bring somebody. Yes. And they have cooked food. Uh, and it's not just the usual mail-in chicken katsu that every sushi place has. Uh, they have, um, they do, they sear salmon, but they do it in a way the same way you sear tuna. People don't think you can do that. It is delicious. Nice. Miso glaze, it comes out. Um, and then, of course, they have all their usual sort of inventive takes on sushi rolls or whatever. They kind of mess around a little bit with some funny things. Uh, I would very much suggest, and then, of course, you know, if you want to spend a little bit more, um, you know, they have a great strip steak. Okay. It's one of those places where if you are trying to get into a steakhouse, you know, maybe someday we'll do like a steakhouse show or something. Yeah. Um, and everybody runs into this. I didn't make my reservations. They don't have our reservation. They have a killer strip steak. Not just for a sushi place, but for Philadelphia. They do a decent strip steak. So, Okay. Bill Zimmerman, Philly Bike Magazine, your next pick. Well, I think I'm going to go in between. So we talked about brunch, yep. and we talked about sushi. So let's go with uh, Suga. Oh. Suga by Susan Fu. And Susanna her, Fu. Susanna Fu, yes. yes. Su Susanna Fu and her son run this place. Yes. Um, they have a Sunday brunch that starts with a lobster spring roll, wow. Kenneth Square mushrooms, dumplings, truffles, and ends with a bacon fried and house cured ginger salmon on top of leeks. Yeah. Uh, they've really elevated this Chinese cookery and they put a little bit of Mongolian twist inside of there. Uh, they're great for lunch. Um, it's a really nice spot that's sort of an in between, um, you can always get a, a a great meal there. Lunchtime is always uh, really good for getting your bento boxes, getting in there, getting out, doing takeout. Um, so I'm going to go with Suga, and that is at 1720 Sampson Street. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, that's a great pick because uh, she's legendary. Uh, Susanna Fu is legendary in Philadelphia. Well, I keep hearing that she's retiring, and you know she's going to be out of the business. And then the next thing you know, there's a new there's a new jaunt, and yeah. she's out there, and you know everybody's breaking down the door to get in there. So I'm pretty sure she retirement's yeah. like a punchline joke for her. I don't think there's any Absolutely. slowing down in that game at all. And I just wanted to let everyone know that none of the restaurants know that we are praising them today. So I don't want everyone thinking we're doing an infomercial. Towards the end of the show, we are going to give our negatives. About Rittenhouse Square and Rittenhouse <laughs> Everything we don't mention is no, negative. No, no, because <laughs> I to be honest with you, because a lot of people, when I was doing the radio segment, my purpose was to get across the point that you can eat well at under $10. So people used to think I was getting paid by the restaurants or I'm an endorsing them. That's not the case. Our show is, a, uh, our show is uh, what we call a PIF. It's paid in full, okay? Yeah. So we don't By need what? To, I'm wondering. My book. At you have a book? Mobile. Yes. Let me get really. a shot. Hold on a second. Right, hold on. Take a <laughs> shot. Okay. But no, in all, all honesty, this, this show is paid for by my book. None of these restaurants even know we're mentioning, mentioning them today. Uh, if we praise a restaurant, it is legitimately... Because we liked it. Because we, we went liked and it. we liked it. We've been it's there. It's not because they have anything to do with us. Uh, it's just <laughs> because we liked it. 
Uh, so I just want to make that clear before we And move to throw forward. in some context, too, uh, Bill mentioned Village Whiskey. Yeah. And I know there's going to be someone that'll hit me up tomorrow. Maybe they'll hit him up at Philly Bites and go, that's not dining on a dime, bro. That's dining on several <laughs> dollars. Yeah. yeah, but there's value in that. There's value. If I'm paying Absolutely. $20 for a $50 meal... That's still a value. That's a value. We're not married to like $10 no, no, or the less. the radio segment was this, this show. Yeah, about. this is all about value. There, yeah. If I can get something uh, you know, done by a high-level chef, That's exactly um, right. I'm fine with that. Yes. I mean, yeah, obviously, sure, we'd all, we'd all like $8 lobster rolls. In fact, but episode, that, you know. episode five, we did fine dining. And we yeah, told we did. you where there to was... get the best value at a fine dining spot. And yeah, it's a little harder. So it's, we're not it, talking It's a little about, harder. Yeah, but, but we're not talking about $10 and under here. We're no, talking no, about no. the best bang for no, your I pot. think Village Whiskey is great because you're going to go in there and you're going to spend 20 value. 30 bucks, And you get good value. But you don't regret it. There are places we're going to mention near the end of this show uh, we're gonna, where... We're going to do some stinkers. The only the thing end. you get for $30 is like two $15 oh, bills. It's oh. awful. You guys awful. need to... Fast forward your i uh, i uh, your iTunes because at five forty five we're gonna rip it up in here. Yeah, it's not. It's not you, no. you, we're gonna blow. We're gonna blow it up because no. you're gonna hear some stuff out of me. No, 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 no. From places that just ain't hitting it. Uh, I'm gonna give my pick, and we're gonna start doing a a uh, sound for when we have our pick of the week because my pick of the week is coming up. Ready? My pick of the week for all of you. Is La Bus Bakery at 129 South 18th Street. You can get a humongous sandwich between $6 to $7. Now, this is the heart of Rittenhouse Square, okay? 129 South 18th Street. You're in the heart of the most expensive area of the city, and I can get you a sandwich, a humongous sandwich. Six to seven bucks in that price range. Uh, the good news, if you work in that area, the sandwiches are already made. They're in a case. So if you only have a half hour for lunch, you can run over there, grab the sandwich, and go. So that's a nice spot. Uh, we're trying to save you money every week. That's all we focus on is how can we save people money. And this week, we're saving you money by telling you about La Bus Bakery, 129 South 18th Street, I don't think any of the sandwiches go over $7.50. I don't believe so. So that's my pick of the week. Uh, starting next week, we'll have a sound effect for the pick of the week. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, James Pappas, <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to go with Oscars. Okay. There you go. Bill, Bill threw it out earlier. Um <coughs> After four o'clock, I think it's. I think they they changed it. In the good old days, it was you got a cheesesteak and a half or a cheesesteak. Now I think it's after four o'clock. What I like about Oscars now is if you're looking for a dive bar in Center City. Oh yeah. <laughs> if your friends come in from out of town for business, they have their expense account. They can pay. Yeah. You get a dive bar experience. If you come in for happy hour and you stay past four o'clock, you get a cheesesteak and a half. The quality. I could have saved this for the uh, four to forty-five segment because uh, the quality, the quality, the quality won't be there. But it is a cheesesteak and a half. You are downtown. You're in a dive bar, and hopefully your friends pay on his on his That's expense it. report on his expense account. And then it's all then it all works out <laughs> fine. They get to go back and say you went to a great dive bar, and you got to drink and eat. For you free. got the dive bar right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, they have that cheesesteak and a, a half a yingling. Okay. They're located at 1524 Sampson And Street. I was told by somebody, I don't drink, uh, contrary to what John's saying. Uh, but I was told by someone, that's your day load spot if you're in Center City. That's where you get your day load on. <laughs> All right. Uh, J. Cole, your next pick. You know what? I'll probably go with something. And this is a little bit outside the not outside the box for me, but everybody knows I tend to be a Jersey guy. I tend to be a diner guy. Um, I'm going to throw out Marathon on the Square. Mm. Uh, I know they've got a couple locations. I don't want to pa- you know, well, peg it as a chain, down, yeah. but they've got a couple different locations. But I will say this. I've been to a few different diners in Philly, and I'm not going to bag on them. Um, I think most people would agree Jersey diners are the top of the diner food chain. There's more of them. There's more better uh, diners than most parts of the country. Philly diners kind of get it, kind of don't, depending on where you go. I think what Marathon does is 
they sort of they drag enough diner vibe into qualify as being a diner, but they give you like a little bit more. They kind of upscale it a little bit. So it's the kind of place I would bring a date to. Um, we're going to talk about date places in a little bit. Oh, yeah. We're probably not going to talk about them in the most positive fashion. <laughs> um, the truth is the first place I think I ever brought my wife, people when we were dating, somebody said, take her out for a nice steak dinner. I took her to Tony Luke's because that's about the yeah, best steak I could right. find back then. Um, that's <laughs> luckiest woman alive. <laughs> but that was my idea of a steak dinner. And I think if I was dating now, God forbid, right? Women are just, no, I'm good, everybody. Um, if I was dating now, I would probably take someone to a place like Marathon on the Square. They have that same kind of vibe as Molly Malloy's does in um, Reading Terminal Market. And the food quality is good. And again, what you're paying for, I, I think that's about fair. My problem is value. We'll talk about this in a minute. It's hard to find value in Rittenhouse. Yeah. Because you've got too many places with fancy names, with goofy spelling, that are trying to channel Paris. $22 burgers. $22 burgers. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, come on. So not, no. Okay. No. This is not, Philadelphia is not the city for that. I, I know you guys want it to be. You guys have a ton of people from Hell's Kitchen and Top Chef and all these fancy things or whatever. But it always seems to me a couple of years later, most of these joints close. Yeah. A few of them last, but you know, a but a close. lot of these places close because you get in there and I've seen you on TV, you know, and I want to have your six ounces of protein for $53. Yeah. And then, you know. I agree. To, to piggyback on you real quick is the, she, the my adventure started to date somebody. Yeah. We were trying yeah. to figure out, we were yeah, trying to figure out what do we do on dates. We both like cheesesteaks, so we started asking around, where's your favorite cheesesteak place? See, stuff like, see, something like that is great. Now yeah. my wife barely wants to go out in public with me because if I get recognized, most of the times it's not positively. <laughs> it's like, oh, what the hell does this guy want? Um, or people come over to say hi when we're eating, and right. I'm like, oh, please, pull up a chair and sit down. So apparently I have no idea what a romantic dinner is right. anymore. Yeah. Um, and my wife and I, we like completely different food, too. We like, you know, I'll sit down in front of a big roast pork sandwich and you'll just hear the, <sighs> you know, the sigh. And I'd... Okay, Bill Zimmer, Troy right. Bike Magazine. Well, let's, uh, let's go high end then. Okay. Let's go high end yeah, with uh, Scarpetta. Okay. Uh, Scarpetta is oh, right on Rittenhouse Square. Um, I have not been there and I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah, Scarpetta is right on that money district. It's right off of the square. It has probably one of the best views of the square. Um. And of course, you know, we're, we're talking about Rittenhouse Square. Rittenhouse Square is Rittenhouse Square. The entire district is named after the square. Um, just a little back history of the square. It was one of the five original squares by William Penn. Uh, it was originally known as Southwest Square. And then it was renamed for David Rittenhouse, who was a astronomer and clockmaker. Um, you know, and ever since that, uh, some of the, the the houses that developed upon there became more the high end areas, and now we've got this high end area. So it's it's actually the square is a perfect place for a, a date night, but you're going to have to open that wallet up a little bit. That's right. Um, Scarpetta's is is actually an Italian restaurant. Um, they have half price cocktails. They're overlooking the the square, like I said. Um, and they were originally the Smith and Walensky, which yes, I know which I love. Kevin loved. I loved it. Uh, but we're sort of happy that they have took over. And Scarpetta's is actually a, a little bit of expensive, but it's, it's not going to break the wallet. Nice. And I don't want to say anything, but I put Smith and Walensky in my book and they closed. No, right. <laughs> no, the kiss of death. This is going to be known as the doomsday book from now on. You don't want to get Pete, in that book. <laughs> Pete, Pete no, Walensky. I'm glad. You know what? I'm really glad he mentioned that, though, because... I am, too. Um, there are places in Rittenhouse, and before we get into the last 15 minutes yeah, of this show, minutes we're gonna uh, I, there are places to go and eat, and there are places that are, are worth the money. <laughs> and and places there, that aren't worth the money. And there are... And, you know, you got a place where people are like, oh, I really like to, to eat high-end, right? And I just had someone message me, which is why I'm throwing this out there. Yeah. Uh, why haven't we mentioned Luke's Lobster? Uh... Uh, honestly, my experience with Luke's Lobster, and I threw it out there because it kind of fits the mold. Right. Uh, they do, in a $4 sign district, they're like $2 signs. Yeah. My experiences there have not been ideal. Nice staff. Uh, I didn't like it. Yeah, like yeah. the like the staff is really staff good. Staff is great. 
Um, but I just didn't. It didn't blow me away. Yeah, I mean, lobster is one of those things where, like, if I say, you know, Jim and Bill, we're all going out for lobster. Your expectation's pretty high, right? Right. So you've already set the bar here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just it's not there. And I tell people, uh, a friend of mine, she said, and I thought this was kind of harsh, but uh, people always say, oh, no, I'll throw it out there. This was a conversation on my timeline about two weeks ago. Someone went over to Luke's, and then someone went over and had the lobster mac and cheese from the Mac Mart. Uh, well, it's not a truck anymore from yeah. Mac Mart in Rittenhouse. And her response was, why was the lobster in my $9 mac and cheese bowl? better yeah. than on my $24 lobster roll. And I hate to say that because the staff was really nice. But the you're staff right. at Luke's is great. My yeah, suggestion nice would have been, and I said this to her, you should have went to Luke's and said, hey, look, this isn't right. Most restaurants I know say the same thing. Yeah. If something's not right, come and tell us and we want to make it right because nobody wants to serve you you know, and nobody plus, wants you unhappy. And plus, I think it was $15 to add lobster to your salad and I can't pay for it. Yeah, I, I actually have a note here Lobster rolls in the basement. Okay. Oh, that, okay. Well, yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't pay. Just to give people the visual here, Jim has got paperwork <laughs> with highlights. With highlights. With highlights. Um, I've got paperwork. Uh, yeah, Kevin's got paperwork. Although there's a beer mug stain on Philly, one corner of it. Philly Bite has. Philly Bite has got like a volume here <laughs> of paperwork. I have every article written by Philly Bite right now. <laughs> I've, I've got my phone open. <laughs> And part of it, I, and the other eye is watching the Eagle Cowboy game uh, yeah, right? through the window, watching Taylor's reaction to each play. So you can tell there's one person here that doesn't really right. uh, do the homework. I, but <laughs> I shared my paperwork with you. That, yeah, he did. It, thank Bill, God, Bill right? Actually, Bill actually <laughs> it's shared just been dead his air. <laughs> All right, my next pick, and I told you guys before, one of the reasons I do the Dining on a Dime concept is to pay homage to family-owned businesses, okay? This is another family-owned business. I don't always want to spend more than $5 at lunchtime or $6 for lunch because I know my big my big thing is dinner. So I always, I, I regularly go to Joe's Pizza. It's at 122 South 16th Street. Family-run business, nice dining area. You can sit down, you can relax. But my favorite part is they have a ravioli and meatball slice, which has, you know, basically spaghetti and meatballs on the on the slice, and it is amazing. It really is. If you want to mix it up and you want to go get a different kind of slice, I would go to Joe's Pizza. They were on the radio. They were only one of two places that did the uh, radio segment two times because they big hit. And I'm telling you, ravioli and meatball on one slice of pizza, you can't beat it. Uh, nice dining area, very comfortable. Uh, you know, it's a nice place to get a slice and go, but the ravioli and meatball slice is nice. James Pappas. Before you do the Philadelphia Marathon, you should put your carbs on carbs. Yes, no. you just have to carbs. do carbs on carbs. Carbs on carbs. The, well, because all, all of my notes were on something else I was going to talk about. I have to go for my next pick. I have to go outside of Rittenhouse Square. No, that's fine. I'll stick with the small town Smackdown, though. And more of a uh, <clears throat> for the holiday. If you want, if you want something different to do to get together with friends and family over the holiday, go out to Collegeville for cheesesteaks. Oh, the Collegeville Bakery. Collegeville Bakery. We, we want to. We want to get over there. Um, I've spoken to them a few times on social media, and I very much want to get over there. They are no joke. Oh, they, they do are that, no, that Eagles mean, pizza, right? Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about them. Yeah. Oh yeah. They well, it's funny because it is the pizza. The the walls are lined with pe- with celebrities, celebs that go in there from. I mean, from they, from the, the south and the people. pictures with the guest pizzaiolas. They've had Ric Flair in there. They've had like a ton of people oh, in they there. Ric Flair, yeah. And Carson Wentz, Car- yeah, Doug yeah, Peterson. Yeah. They also have uh, Mullen from uh, what, Southern Mississippi, Mississippi State or something. Yeah. But what a place they have! Well, for for a small town SmackDown, you have them across the street. You have what used to be Collegeville Italian Deli, that's now GM Petros. Yeah. Down the down the street, you have uh, Vincent's, small family owned place. Uh, but for a small town SmackDown, oh. Collegeville. Jot down the notes when you're uh, I'm, in, I'm, in between coffee fits. I'm, I'm gearing up for my bad restaurants. Go ahead. But the other part about the college, the, the, with the pizza, the cheesesteak was awesome. 
plenty, but you have choices because they have a takeout section, they have a dining room section, and then they ha- and then they have the bakery section. I've, I put a picture on my Facebook page where I'm leaning against the, the cake cage case. Nice. Like trying to get to all of them. Nice. Um, they weren't appreciative because. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, that and when I saw the donuts, the donuts look phenomenal. I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, but why does it say Suzy Q? And they're like, oh, well, Suzy Q makes them down the street. I'm like, what do you mean? You have a bakery. You make all these other things. You don't right. make them. So they didn't appreciate that either. So. I might not be welcome back, but if you stop by, the you can get in with us. It'll be fine. If you want to go, yeah. go to a place, we'll you're the equipment guy. It'll where, be fine. Where, where Jim has been banned from. <laughs> uh, two more positives, and then we're going to go around with the negatives. John, your next positive, and that's it. Seeing as how I'll, I'll probably be baggings on some well-known places, I will throw some props to a well-known place, okay. a well-known name, uh, Pizzeria Vetri. Oh, okay. Oh, Again, yeah. Again, in a world of four and five dollar signs, Bill nailed it on the head. That's sort of like this, you know, ground zero, the center of town, yes. so to speak, the square where everybody wants to go. All the restaurants there are four and five dollar sign joints. You can still go into this and get Mark Vetri cuisine. For twenty twenty five bucks for a excellent, pizza, excellent pizza. Um, I realized the pizzeria in Morristown uh, that that venture didn't do so well, but I think the the original pizzeria Vetri is what sixteenth and Chancellor, 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 yeah. and um, I've been over there several times. Uh, it's funny they're known for pizza. I go over there, I get calzone, yeah, and ask them if they have if they have any supersad or anything like that back there. They're more than happy to throw it in the calzone. They'll throw an egg in the calzone. Um, and I, I told them, we were joking around one day, and there's a girl behind the counter, and she hears me talking about pork roll, egg, and cheese. She's like, I'm sorry, we don't have any pork roll. But basically, they threw in uh, eggs, and nice. they threw in supersada, and they had like a dry salami. Nice. And they threw that in there. And that it was delicious. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I mean, you know, Philly, once upon a time, had no pizza. Now, you know, five, six, seven, eight places and are arguing the top pizza uh, in the, not just the, the, the city, yeah. the country. No, I second that emotion. I liked it. Um, Pizzeria Vetri, you know, like I said, we're going to talk in a minute about, you know. People who aren't hitting the mark. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not. This is a place where, you know, they've been open for a few years now and. You know, it never fails to disappoint. Well, let's put our smiley face on. Here is our last good one from Bill Zimmerman, Philly Bike Magazine. All right. Well, let's try to bring everything together here. Yes. <clears throat> so we have John here. So we're going to bring up one that is two food truck owners oh, that got okay. together, Taco Munda and Say Cheese Philly. Uh, they're Caroline Wynn and Michael Sutton. Who had worked together for a number of years, and they opened up Revolution Taco, okay, which is just about a block, block and a half from Rittenhouse Square. Um, they offer some really good tacos. They have a slow braised short rib. My favorite is the the duck, uh, the smoked pork, and then they they have uh, some vegan options such as a, a cured cauliflower taco. Uh, one of the things I really like there is that they actually make what's called a pig pig wing. Now, the pig wing is not your regular wing. It's a wing made out of a pig thigh. Wow. Yeah, they um, sort of... Nice. You, yeah. you watch them make it, you'll see they'll sort of mess around with it to get like the little bone showing. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, it, it's really good. Uh, some of those things used to be demoed on the truck before the restaurant opened, and I was super fortunate to try one of those a couple of years ago before they were everywhere. And chorizo. They make their own chorizo. Yeah. And I got to tell you, when you, as soon as you said Revolution Taco, my first thought is they have really good food. I don't even look at anything, but if they have chorizo in the store, in the store, that's yeah, all I get. Well, there. and um, a good thing is sometimes in the summer you just want to grab something on the square. This yeah. place you can grab it. You can go to the square. You can sit down, have yeah. a picnic. And uh, I think that they actually have. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they they do a food truck event right in front of the store once a year. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, they had. Uh, he started with street food Philly. Right. And once upon a time, this is probably going back to like 2014, he was like one of those OG food trucks over on 34th and Arch over by Drexel. Uh, and then he added Taco Mondo a couple years later. And literally because he got tired of seeing everybody doing the same two, three tacos. Okay. And they were. Not to be a jerk, you had the pulled pork taco, you had a chicken taco, you had some kind of veggie taco. Everybody was doing that. Nice. So he opens Taco Mondo, totally changes that game on its side. Right. Uh, and then, you know, Central Pistolas and some of these places really came to prominence. And he's thinking, my food's at least this good. 
Revolution Taco opens, and now, you know, I know these people, and I still got to wait online. So yeah. I'm thinking if I'm waiting online. Okay. Well, one of the good things, too, is that they're always giving back to the community. So, like, on Mother's Day, they're always doing freebies for mothers. Oh, okay. yeah. They're That's always doing, doing things to give back. I was I would be a part of the freebies for mothers. We'll, we'll dress you up. <laughs> no, people. people <laughs> oh people, my God! People, people I'm keep, a mom. Oh, people, people, I'm keep, here with mom. People keep call, people keep calling me a mother. <laughs> so I figure, all right, guys, this show is PIF. We're paid in full. So now we are going to go around the table and give our. Now I want to make a disclaimer. <laughs> I, I have I, the the lawyer told me to make a disclaimer, John. Uh, we are only talking about the dish we had at the restaurant. I'm not going to say... No, no, no. I'm shaming their bed. family, their whole family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I don't want to make people believe that we think the whole restaurant is bad. We're talking about the specific dish that we had at the restaurant. If you are an owner of a restaurant we mentioned in the negative, you're more than welcome to come on the show and give a rebuttal or even call in. And say, hey guys, you guys complained about my, uh, you know, my liverwurst. You know, I, I want to tell you that we have great liverwurst. All right, so I'm going to mention the dish I had at the restaurant. I did not like. So my first pick on the dud list is Park, uh, P-A-R-C, right across the street from Rittenhouse Square, and I'm going to tell you why. I went there for a burger, which I have no idea why. Okay, I had the burger. And fries, and it was the saltiest experience. Uh, my photo is on Dining on a Dime, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Dining on a Dime one uh, forward slash. Uh, just thought it was over salty. It blew me away with the sodium. Uh, also, they put a bread basket on the table. I understand that's great, but I'm having a burger with a bun, and I just didn't understand. So my first thing is, if you go to Park, don't order the burger. Uh, James Pappas, do you have any places that you uh, were misses for you? No, he doesn't want to be part of the upcoming lawsuit, <laughs> so his mic is shut off. Exactly. I'm like, I think I was supposed to leave. So you're happy with everybody? I am. Okay. I know he does. Go ahead, J. Cole. Uh, every place we haven't mentioned in Rittenhouse, you're on blast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, and again, you know what? We've tried a lot of times. We have a lot of fun with this, but we try to keep it specific to our experiences. Right, to our meal. And this will be me going after, you know, this is kind of like my first day in prison. <laughs> and they always say the first day in prison, you find the biggest guy in the yard right. and you blast him dead in the chops to let people know that you're serious. Right, right, right. To make sure they know uh, So I'll grab Barkley Prime. Okay. Um, I understand there are, you know, tons of stars, tons of dollar signs. Right. The most important star they have, Steven Star. Um, you know, we've talked about this before. $100 cheesesteak, what are you out of your mind? Um, these little sliders, um, I've tried them. I just don't see where, if I remember, that slider platter at the bar is like $45. Yeah. yeah. And I got to be honest with you, unless you're giving me about 60 of those things, that's not worth $45. And, and if you read my review from there, they charged me an enormous amount of money for a steak and then do this presentation with the silverware as if I'm supposed to say, oh, that was pretty cool. All yeah, right. there's a lot Let of performance in theater in there. Now, my specific dish I had, and I know people are going to say, well, J. Cole, you know, you, you, you really ordered big. I did. I got the I got the Wagyu rib caps. Right. And that's something they recommend. And I've had Wagyu beef, Japanese Kobe several yeah. times. And... I understand that they're bringing it quite a ways from right. Hawaii or where some or Japan, where some of this meat comes from. But when I'm paying that sort of money right. and you're so, essentially salt encrusting my Wagyu. Now, I'll be the first to admit salt and beef are best friends. However, my Wagyu beef cap, rib cap shouldn't look like a pretzel. True. And that's the way the thing comes out. Service is great. They're, you know, this is like the wonderland of restaurants. You know, we're owned by Steven Starr. You know, it's raining money from the sky. I wanted to see what it was all about. Um, went over there with a couple buddies. And these are guys who work in New York. Right. They hit these heavy-duty type places all the time. And they didn't understand what all the hype was. They right. thought it was just a steakhouse. Um, there's a place called Perry's in Austin, Texas, that does Wagyu rib caps. And literally, 
their cost is half of what they were charging at Barclay Prime right. for the same meat yep. and the same portion size. And another thing is Barclay Prime has the $100 cheesesteak that they're famous for. Just so you guys know, a Dining on a Dime tip is at the Rittenhouse Festival a lot of times, not every year, but you can get a slice of that cheesesteak just for 10 uh, and I wasn't happy with this slice. I, yeah, the dining on the dime tip for me is don't pay hundred dollars for cheese. Exactly, steak. exactly. And I'm sitting next to the cheesecake, the cheesesteak guy. Well, here. what they do? Hundred dollars for a cheesesteak? I go to Tony Luke's, my car is filled for hundred. Well, bucks. the thing is, they, they, it's a cult classic or something, but they get it as an appetizer. They'll have four oh, people chip it. Yeah, there, there, there's gold leaf in there. Yeah, oh, remember. It, it, yeah, my gold, kidney has got to get sold for that well, kind of money. <laughs> Gold leaf gift makes you flagellant. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we'll let you talk about your business for a little bit. I don't want you to get in trouble because you're in that business. So, again, just uh, tell us what's going on with Philly Bike Magazine. Uh, well, Philly Bike Magazine was started about three and a half years ago. Um, and we started out because my wife wanted to be a blogger. Okay. Um, she has blogged maybe one paragraph so far. <laughs> See, that's funny. When my wife was growing up, she wanted to be happy. She didn't get what she wanted either. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we actually now have about 30 different writers and bloggers that get involved with, with the magazine now. Um, and we currently have about uh, 125,000 Twitter followers on our different accounts. Um, so we're, we're, we're really getting the, the message of the, the, the smaller restaurant out there. Um, oh. And we've made it a point not to really... Um, hit up restaurants and charge them uh we like i was just telling kevin uh before we got into the studio you know our our big thing is to to help the small town uh help everybody out that's that's that, that's is trying to make it get that publicity out there um so we send a lot of writers in that uh will just show up and they'll actually just write um, they're not asking for anything. Right, you're not getting freebies. Or they're anything. not asking for a freebie. So we're trying to give you the honest opinion of what these restaurants really are from people that go out there and really enjoy eating. And we have about two minutes to let you explain your new venture with the radio. Oh, well, Billy Bite Magazine is actually, we were hit up by a lot of different uh, people that want to do podcasts. So we've recently started up Indie Philly, which is a radio station. Uh, and we we first we we have our first podcaster that signed on, uh, Pit Lane Perry, and it was we on have, Wildfire Radio. Yeah, so and we, we actually have a, a a few other ones that that, that are looking on grabbing some spots. Um, so if you want to check it out, we're do, mostly doing '80s music, uh, and it's going to be infused with a lot of Philadelphia flair and Philadelphia podcasts. Nice, something new. Uh, James Pappas, let's talk about you. Uh, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. That's the best Facebook page. What is the best cheesesteak you've had? Because you were on episode seven and eight. What What have you discovered since? <coughs> the <coughs> excuse me, I didn't know it's come back to me. The um, best sense. Actually, one of the things I'm going to talk about today was a, a day trip. It was a uh, January post-holiday. I was, I was going to go with the whole holiday theme and keep with the holiday season. Well, it's spirit. a podcast. It's generic. So it's generic. <laughs> nobody, you know what I mean? We don't really. Right. But um, no, I was thinking for January, I went to a place. Well, Collegeville, Napoli was one of my favorites that I've been to recently. That whole area. But I went to uh, Penn Brew Station out okay. off of Route 1. If you head out um, Route 1 South towards towards Maryland, uh, it turns out that Conwingo Dam, right across the Pennsylvania line in Maryland, is the winter feeding ground for bald eagles. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, so, cool. so great for a little cheesesteak day venture in the middle of January after the holiday season. You might be a little let down. It's getting dark early. Head down Route 1. Go to Conwingo Dam. It's amazing to see two to five bald eagles in every tree. Uh, it's, it's one of the things you can't explain until you see it. And then uh, on your way back, when you're hungry and thirsty, Penn Brew Station, it's, uh, it's half craft beer store, half cheesesteak place, half deli. Nice. Um, you can sit in there, talk about the uh, bald eagles, have a great cheesesteak. Nice. And uh, three craft beers. And, Something uh, different. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little day trip in the middle nice. of January. You got nothing when it's, um, you know, doldrums. What's coming up for Philly Bike Magazine, uh, Bill? And then me and John are going to. You mean other than the lawsuit you made him part of? <laughs> <laughs> then me and John are going to give two more negatives, and we'll we'll call it a week. 
Well, uh, coming up, we're going to have a lot of Christmas stuff coming up. Oh, good. Uh, we're going to have a lot of where to shop. Uh, there's a lot of roundups coming up on where to eat on Christmas if you have nowhere to go on Christmas Day or if you're looking for a good spot to go on, on New Year's. Nice. Oh, New Year's is big. New Year's is big. New Year's is big. The yeah, list so. keep, keeps growing. We Yeah, we're going to actually cover New Year's on this show, too. Uh, New Year's Eve is a big day. Uh, New Year's Day is a big day for people to eat out. Uh, all right, we're let just me go. About that last night, we're looking for a spot to go. For oh, trust me, dip. you're going to listen to this. December twenty third is our diner episode, but I'm also going to infuse our picks for the holiday season. Uh, all right, I'm going to go with my second dud, and then you'll give a ah. dud. Uh, Want to make sure everyone knows this show is PIF, paid in full. So my next dud, in my opinion. If you look online and everything, the Rouge Burger gets a lot of pop. It's a you know that's famous. People come all over. Yeah. I actually did not like the Rouge Burger. Uh, it's it's if you guys know Rouge is across from Rittenhouse Square. Yeah. Uh, in the burger world, that's a big time burger. I just was let down. I just thought it was blah. You know what I mean? It was nothing. It didn't blow my mind. It didn't really. Uh, we're not bad mouthing the whole restaurant. Mike Jarek loves it. <laughs> I know. I was going to say Mike Jarek's getting ready to call in. I uh, love that place. Uh, but I'm just talking about the burger. It gets a lot of pop in uh, the, on the internet. It just. It, I guess maybe because I had that in my mind that it's so famous, but I just didn't like it. Well, I had a slightly similar experience. We were doing research with uh, Iron Hills people because they take burgers very seriously. Oh, yeah. And Best burger. Too. we went out with some of these people to try some of the really sort of <coughs> known burgers, and one of them was Rouge Burger. We yeah. get in there, and it was just okay. Yeah, it was. Um, and I'm not saying this because I'm an Iron Hill fan, King right. of the Hill guy. Right. I used to work with them, whatever. I've had better burgers in Iron Hill than I've had it than that I Rouge Burger. Couldn't agree more. And I'm thinking, you know, burger at Iron Hill is like fourteen bucks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my last negative is also going to be a positive, and this is a little bit weird, but I'm going to throw out Tria Cafe, and I'll tell you what the positives are about it. The positives about it are it's another, you know, two to three dollar sign place in a five dollar sign district. Yeah. Those things are really sort of important. They have a nice little menu, and the service girl that waited on me was an absolute Fantastic. sweetheart. Most of you guys have seen me on, in different pictures. I'm a pretty big dude. Um, over six feet tall, routinely over 320, 330 over Thanksgiving. That place is simply too small. Like, it's physically too small. Um, you guys are seating people at tables and chairs like it's 1979. 49% of the people in this country between 18 and 50 are overweight. Of that 49%, like a third of them are almost morbidly obese. Now, this sounds terrible, but these are the people that are coming in to, to spend money in your place. And I kept having people knock into my chair. Yeah, I got people guy. knocking into me. Um, I, a woman across the thing, she's sitting on two chairs. And I got a sandwich. And I, I, Yeah, I, I think, Tria, you're doing a good job with food. You're doing a good job with prices. <laughs> They've got this sort of mission fig prosciutto gorgonzola thing. Super tasty. One of the best versions of that I've had in the city. But you guys really have to do better. Your service is great and your food is great. Right. Your fittings and fixtures and furniture, you guys have to seriously change that up. And I know you need to get as many asses and seats as possible yeah, to turn absolutely. tables and make money. However, one of them you're not getting is mine because I'm not going on a diet to eat at your place. No, I agree. And I've spoken to a lot of hardcore, heavy-duty foodie types that have said the same thing. Tree is nice. Ownership is nice. Uh, the place. Don't make me sit on a bar stool. Um, totally they, agree. And, and I understand they're going for a cutesy look. But the truth is, if I'm going to Rittenhouse and I, I'm ready to drop a knot somewhere, I ought to be able to walk in and sit down comfortably and not have it turn into a game of rollerball no, where no. staff and customers getting past me. That lady hits me. me with her handbag. Yeah, that happened to me. A uh, guy swings his coat around and catches me. Yeah. I don't blame Tria for that. That's a customer thing. What I do blame Tria for is not having enough space, enough table layout yeah. to get enough people in there. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I agree 100%. That's, there's nothing worse than you want to be comfortable if you're eating a meal. Yeah, I don't and, care if I'm having a cheesesteak. I don't care if I'm having a taco. I don't care if I'm having this $100 cheesesteak with gold and diamonds on it. Right. I should be able to sit down comfortably and eat. If I'm 6'1", 350, if I'm 5'8", 150, everybody should be comfortable. I saw a lady there. She was about 6'3". She had that look like she was a you know former like college athlete yeah. or whatever. Her legs had to be almost four feet long. She's folded up like a praying mantis with like her bag between her legs trying to sit down and eat her salad. Uh, From the looks of her, she was like a a lawyer or a doctor or something. People shouldn't have to eat like that because you want to, you know, your ratio, you want to turn money. Do better. All right. Special thanks to Bill Zimmerman, Philly Bite Magazine, for contributing to today's show. James Pappas, our Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure on Facebook. As always, the immortal John Cole. Thank you, sir. Dining on a Dime at Yahoo.com to give feedback from the show. Uh, at Dining on a Dime 1 on Twitter. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Dining on a Dime 1 forward slash. We'll show you the photos of the places we talked about. It has the Oyster House burger. It has the Fogwa burger. Uh, also, our new... Our new uh, thing is tripadvisor.com forward slash profile forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash will get you to more photos. And Jesus, we're going to need a part three for this if there's any more on the reviews. URL. Uh, you need a domain. <laughs> dining on a dime, yahoo.com. Agree or disagree. <laughs> Have a great week. Stay hungry, everybody. I'm on You can find Table for One, written by Dining on a Dime's own Kevin Wilson at Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at wildfireradio.com.